Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. All right, episode 13 of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Carlson, and we want to welcome you back, everybody that's listening. And uh, all that money I spent on that Twitter ad that I got four whole more uh, downloads out of it, I want to thank you, uh, Slovakia. You're not stepping up to the plate. I'm a little disappointed in you. But nonetheless, you know, you win some, you lose some. So maybe I'm going to be bigger in Turkey here later on this year. I know they're having Mardi Gras there right now. It's probably, heck, it's probably Ash Wednesday over there by now. Landon, great to have you back. Great to be back, Brent. Man, it's great to see you. It's, you're just adding, well, you're adding a little bit to the podcast. I can't say just a whole lot. Very little. Yeah. Very little. Yeah, you know, that's why I have your microphone turned down all the time. <laughs> nice. But, you know, you know you've know, you got to have your friends pretty close to you. Well, hey, we want to welcome everybody to the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Before we go any further, you're going to want to follow me on Twitter. It's at Trader Brent. At Trader Brent on Twitter. Also, you can find us everywhere, especially iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us anywhere and everywhere. They have podcasts for free, which is everywhere, because that's what we're worth is freedom. And uh, you can follow uh, Landon at, never mind, we're going to start calling him No Twitter Landon. No Twitter Landon. I'm, I'm just coming up with a good with a good name for that, a good handle. Well, I think we found it in a, in a No no Twitter Landon. That would be a good Twitter handle, I think. No Twitter Landon at Twitter.com. Nice. No, dude, there's no .com. Oh, well, I'll, I'll learn. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I sure hope so. Well, hey, we got that all out of the way. We're, you know what? It's, we're going to talk about a real pleasant, a real pleasant topic this week. It's uplifting. It's everything you hoped it'd be. It's going to be those destinations, those um, just wonderful places on the earth that everybody strives to go to. And uh, our lovely president called them. You know, you know what he called him. He called them holes. Well, we're going to try to be a little more PG thirteen here and stay off the R and. Uh, we're going to try to come up with, I don't know, different synonyms that come up. I mean, shit old doesn't really have a whole lot of synonyms, but, you know, this is Creativity 101, so we're going to come up with some. But, yeah, we're going to talk about those countries. They're just not on your bucket list to go visit. So, um, yeah, we're going to give our list of our favorite crappy destinations that you'll never go to unless you're looking for a diet, and uh, the only way you can do it is just puke out your guts because of the uh, undrinkable public water. And, um, you know, there's, I think there's public baths involved. We, we actually did a little research on this. But before we get to that, you know, we're going to, I told you last week, we were at 100 and, what were we, like at 112 days? I don't know. I know it's going to be, when this podcast airs, it's going to be 124 days without any measurable precipitation. That's right. 124 days without anything falling out of the sky. It's anywhere close to being profitable, to being helpful to any growing crops. I mean, this is a farmer-based podcast i guess somebody told me brent that they saw a few snowflakes on sunday you know i had about 15 in my in my driveway 
uh, on Sunday morning. So, you know, I didn't know if it was a, could have been that anthrax is that Trump's <laughs> daughter-in-law. I, you know, somebody mailed it to her. And, um, but, you know, we just went on to church and the anthrax was melted by the time we got back. So no harm, no foul. Well, that's nice. You know, yeah. And uh, not only to, to cap off the weekend, it got, you know, it got pretty cold about, I don't know, low, low 20s, high teens. Well, we've got a, a central air humidifier for our house. And uh, the water line goes through the attic and it goes over to drain outside the, the wall on the outside of the house. And anyway, it goes all the way down to the concrete. Well, it froze up and it worked its, all the way, its way all the way up to the pipe where it plugged off the drain line. And at 3 in the morning, I woke up to hear drip, drip, drip in the kitchen. So, you know, you know, they always say women can hear a baby crying while they're sleeping. Well, apparently dudes can hear a, a somebody, somebody taking a leak in your kitchen and they're in deep <laughs> sleep. So fortunately, you know, I've got that working for me. So I saved it before the whole uh, ceiling collapsed because we did have that gushing sound come out one night uh, a couple of years ago. We had to get it re-drywalled and repainted and... Um, yeah, we had to get our, our marriage reworked, so uh, that was nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I had all that fall to roll. You know, it's a sl- it's a slow winter time, you know, and we kind of like it because we got more time to do our podcasts. So you know, you, you take that take that for what it's worth, guys. You know, they they those women they give us a hard time about not hearing that baby. Well, I mean, we hear the baby, we just pretend we don't. Oh so, yeah, we hear them. Yeah, because Landon, what what is your how old is your kids uh, now? But six few months. I think she's about five months. I'd have to ask my wife. Is that what you heard? Yeah, last that's that's the last Facebook update I saw. Yeah, <laughs> you just check out on your your baby's uh, progress by your uh, your 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 wife's uh, Twitter post or your Facebook post. Oh yeah, yeah, we get a text message here and there, so it's it's good stuff. Oh man, no, that's... she's doing good. She's doing good. That's nice. Well, it's good to hear that. Well, nothing. Nobody really cares. So we're gonna move on to our next point. Yeah. Um. So our, our we are uh, getting into our third point here. What does it take for your country to be the shithole that it is? And um, so we came up with a few qualifications. Landon, uh, you came up with a few good ones. Why don't you start off with the you know two, first two or three? Well, you know, there's poverty. That's a that's a given. And they have to have you know very good reggae music. Yeah, I mean Bob Marley. I mean he. You know, he didn't. He wasn't a star for no reason. No, no, he was. He was something else. And then you, you know, it helps to have cheap, unapproved prescription drugs. I mean, they probably don't have an FDA in Jamaica, do they? I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty bad when even your toothbrushes can't get can't get approved. Yeah, I think I think their FDA is is some just back alley guy that says, "Hey, psh, come here." Yeah, give me. Give me some money for this. Yeah. Also, we wrote down. I think your doesn't your president. He has to be like some kind of demigod, you know, some half deity, half human. <laughs> I know North Korea is pretty famous for that. Uh, Kim Jong Un, he is one smoking hot bowler. Dude, dude, what did he pitch out like a three hundred? His first time at the, the first North- time he ever went bowling, he bowled a three hundred, and one that's of the like first- a turkey bowl every like the whole time. Yeah, and turkey is one thing they really don't have there, <laughs> but. <laughs> So you say. Yeah, so I've heard. And also in golf, he first time he golfed, he had eleven hole in ones, so Did he have did he have three witnesses? I don't know. I I wanna get in on <laughs> I wanna get in on that putt putt course. Three prisoners or witnesses, who knows? I mean Yeah, he had he had three witnesses that got out on early release, so <laughs> or, yeah, they have early release in North Korea. There's no question <laughs> about that. Well, what if you had I think what do we say, bad hair, you know? And, you know, this is really kind of looks like it's aiming towards North Korea. 
as far as all these uh, characteristics. Bad hair, a lack of human growth hormone, because apparently in North Korea, nobody reaches over the height of, what is it, five foot four, five foot five. Meanwhile, their cousins in South Korea, the average height is like five foot nine to ten. So uh, is there something to that, maybe? Could be. And, you know, not only do uh, a lot of these characteristics go into play as far as personal hygiene, but uh, the over- overall economic scale of the country. Um, you know, most bad countries don't have much electricity. So we came up a good characteristic of a uh, really bad country would be uh, good opportunities to have candlelight dinners because chances are your electricity isn't going to last the entire 24 hours that you're up because it'll take that long just to stand in line to get the bread that you were wanting last week. And, you know, lack of plumbing is also a, you know, that, that's a big go-getter in those, these uh, lower, lower realm countries. So, you know, there's a, probably, if you're kind of kinky, there's a good chance you can go find any public bath on the street corner. That is, if they uh, swept the streets that week. And to, uh, you said something about their, the marketing plans, Landon. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, to finish it off, you've got poor marketability because nothing says, nothing says fecal foundation like a, like sitting on resources that could, that could bring you out of the gutter. It's like madman Asian style, you know, they got all those suits. Well, they don't have suits. They they've always got the military camo garb on. They are like, mad though. They, they, oh, they're mad. Yeah, they're mad because they're five foot four, and they always have to get their South Korean cousins to get them to reach the top shelf of the uh, of the ketchup aisle. <laughs> well, hey, it's getting. To, we're into nine minutes and thirty seconds. You know what that means? It's time to get into a good old radar, Ricardo De La Serio. And um, well, of course, we had to bring back our sponsor. This sponsor, it's really ironic that they pay on time all the time because it's. It is. It, it's shithole vacations. And I know Radar Ricardo doesn't like to do the live read spot for uh, for this uh, sponsor, but you know what? He, he's under contract. So We're going to make him do it. That's right. You know, he, you know he's going he's gonna to be very white here and uh, do it for us. So stay tuned. We'll get there, and we'll be right back after that. Have you always dreamed of living out that favorite movie of yours? Maybe it's Schindler's List or The Passion of the Christ or even... Saw one two three four five six. Well, here at Whole Vacations, we're here to deliver on that dream of yours. That's right. At Whole Vacations, we'll send you to any Eastern European or former Soviet Socialist Republic that you saw in the movie Hostel, and we'll make that dream come true. Looking to lose weight and not have to lift a finger to do it? Well, at Whole Vacations, we'll send you to countries where you'll do nothing but vomit out your stomach and crap out your intestines that's right you'll have the opportunity to make it your very own hole that's right whole vacations why dry heave and vomit in the comfort of your own home when you can do it in some third world country where they have no working plumbing no electricity and nobody speaks english whole vacations brought to you by total recall Hey, hey, this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio bringing you this week's Dry Land Bomber Podcast weather update. That's right, Vato. Hey, Vato, you always talking about that line, that dry line. Vato, you're not even close to the dry line. It's over in, like, Pizza, Mississippi. And I count, last time I counted, that's like three Mississippis since it rained last in your house. 
Hey, Bato, it's gonna be another warm week, Bato. You better check it out. 70, 70, 60, 70, all the way into the weekend. Uh-oh, it gets all pizza cold, Bato. It gets back down in the 40s, and then it's the mid, mid to upper 30s is what my report says here, Bato. So uh, don't get all high and mighty May, Bato. Maybe the later part of the February. Maybe a little rain, maybe. Like, ugh, just a little, just a little pizza chance, Bato. You just go ahead and tell your essays, get, uh, dust off the golf clubs, Bato. And get out there and have yourself a good time, Bato. Hey, rest of the country, eh, it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain in Iowa. It's gonna rain in Indiana. It's gonna rain in the Dakotas. Bato, you know why? Because that's where it rains. Bato, it don't rain anywhere else. Well, it does rain. It rains everywhere else, Bato. Just not at your place. Hey, mijo, it's time to get into our sponsor this for this week's podcast. Hey, man, Bato, I told you, tell Bray I don't want to say this, man. My, my dear gets all pissed off. Hey, Bato, you gotta say it, man. That's it. It's in your contract. Ah! Hey, 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 Brent. We going to get to our sponsor. It's it's show vacations. Yes, I said it. And, Bato, to be perfectly honest, I find this kind of a racist. I mean, I came from a third world country. Well, I don't know. Maybe second world. I've never heard of a second world country, Bato. But at the same time, I mean, if my country was so great, why did I leave it? Huh? Huh? Stop. Hey, Bato. I know I say the word Bato a lot, but it's all I can think of. But Brent, hey, this is your Dryland Farmer Podcast Weatherman, Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you, Essay. Hey, Diego, don't tell my dear. Well, thanks, Radar Ricardo. Man, thanks for being a good sport. It's always, it's, oh, we always enjoy hearing your uh, weather forecast. And, uh, you know, I know you don't like doing those live reads, but, you know, it's part of the, part of the job. And you're I doing a fine job. It. Yeah, he would. I mean, he's never let us down. Radar Ricardo. We brought him out. We brought him out last to our last week's picnic. Dude showed up with a pinata and uh, the cockroach killers. He called them. There, he was stylish. I mean, everybody. He was the hit of the party. But I digress. Hey, we talked about. Um, we had this whole. I had this whole outline about more countries, but we got to get into more characteristics because, you know, we just want to make sure you know what place in the world your country sits in. So, you know, Landon, you wrote down. Tell me a couple of your favorites before we go any further on mine. Well, first, if if someone from your country is winning the New York City Marathon every year, then you're probably probably on this list. Or if Indiana Jones is showing up to steal your last three sacred stones and eat the rest of your monkey brains, then then you're probably you're probably not in a good state. I don't really. Why, why is it that that these Kenyan Kenyan runners always win the New York Marathon? Well, I mean, why are they so good at l- running long distances? I guess you're running for survival. I I really don't know. It's it's got to be. I mean, they're not running. They're not running to get the last special deal at Starbucks. I mean, in Nairobi, it can't be that. It's got to be something else. But uh, yeah. And uh, what was it? Oh yeah. If anybody from your country has ever killed Apollo Creed, chances are your country is not in the top five percent. I pity the fool. That's Mr. T, dumbass. Oh yeah. Anyway, hey. <laughs> If you come to the United States of America and Arsidio Hall is your head of security and working with Louis Anderson is a step up from where you came from and you're a prince, yeah, chances are the country you came from is not making the next Apollo 8 rocket. Especially at a fast food restaurant that's that's knocking off a name to, to, to maximize their profits off of McDonald's. Yeah, McDowell's. They, that was a big scam they had going on there. Oh, what's his name? Whack Arnold's or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. G- great, great push there, yo. Well, yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. If Sally Struthers has ever done a telecast from your from your mud hut village, chances are 
you're not going to be making any new automobile parts anytime soon. And pretty much if your country has Stan in the last part of your country's name, which I'm pretty sure Stan translates into no women shall be allowed to uncover their face or be educated before the age of eight. You're on the list. <laughs> yeah. If your country specializes in cardigans and tapestry rugs that nobody uses except um, Al Pacino and Scarface, you're on the list. You're on the list. So that's a few of the characteristics we came up with. Um, if you were just ever wondering if your country would be on that list. And uh, it kind of goes It kind of goes to that old saying, if you have to ask, you probably already know the answer. But uh, so we've gotten those characteristics out of the way. Now we're going to talk about, first we're going to give our um, our favorites. These are our favorite countries that we believe in our mind. These aren't statistical bottom five countries, but there are top five crap states. And um, after that, we'll get into the truly statistical shitholes. So uh, yeah, it, it's, a tar- it's a real page turner this week, guys. So um, before we go any further... This is our favorite countries, our favorite, very favorite shitholes. Coming in at number one, you know it. It's North Korea. And in this example, we're going to compare North Korea to their southern cousins that have the beaches and that have the terraces of gold. South Korea. North Korea, per capita GDP. Now, for all of you who didn't make it past the seventh grade, per capita GDP is the annual average income of each individual citizen in this country. North Korea, $583. South Korea, $27,538. Who do you think's making more money on petties and manis? Yeah, it ain't the North, guys. Life expectancy, North Korea, 70. South Korea, 82. Chief exports of North Korea, despondency, starvation, and bad bowl haircuts. South Korea, consumer electronics, mobile broadband, automotive and shipbuilding industries, and to be honest, some bad haircuts as well. Yeah, the bad haircuts, that's that's pretty funny because I read online that, that in North Korea, men men have to choose between an approved 1 through 28 different styles of haircuts, in which I've never seen the other 27, but they must be really bad because everybody chooses the same one. I mean, how many different ways can you be asked to block it or taper it in the back? I mean, to be honest... So, yeah, North Korea, South Korea, I I think I know where your pleasure destination is going to be. Okay, number two, you want to take this one, Landon? Yeah, I'll take this one. Number two is El Salvador, El Salvador. And it's it's called the Land of Volcanoes because of its many, well, volcanoes. Naturally. Their life expectancy is 73. Is that years? Years. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know if that was metric system or should, not. Should probably specify there. GDP there is four thousand two hundred twenty-three. There, they have some some oil, cheap shirts, and MS thirteen. MS thirteen. That's a real promising. Uh, yeah, they've probably killed more Americans than any other gang outside of the Bloods and Crips. So you know they've got that going for them. MS thirteen. What do you think the MS stands for, Landon? Any any thoughts? I know I know what it really stands for. Mara Salvatruca. If I was guessing, I would say more soap appears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it stands. Nothing says nothing says pay your debts like more soap appears. Well, uh, that's probably what they put on the cheap T-shirts. I wonder if the MS thir- that was an MS-13 guy in Forrest Gump when he got that smiley face T-shirt idea from Forrest when they were running down the street. 
you know, while allegedly is this this is before Jeannie gave him hepatitis C, isn't it? I think so, but Brent, those those happy face t shirts aren't cheap. Well, no, I mean they're imports. Well, nonetheless, moving on to our number three spot. Our number three spot in the contest, the Great Republic of Iran. GDP per capita, four thousand nine hundred and fifty seven American dollars. Life expectancy, I don't really I don't I don't really believe the seventy five really in that heat that's pretty good well uh, yeah if you're a if you're a man but uh i guess if you're <laughs> i guess if you're a woman you don't really have to worry about skin cancer there i mean you're not going to see much sunlight true and they have nice rugs that's right yeah if you ever if it ever gets to you know that 130 degree mark you can always hide under the uh tapestry rug with the the paisley insignia but uh yeah oil and uh, the best Actually, it's not even Iranian made, but it is based on the on the book Argo. I mean, who doesn't love Argo? I mean, it does have Ben Affleck, and he is the worst Batman ever to be made. But Argo was a pretty kick-ass movie. Nonetheless, you know, like I said, you win some, you lose some. Number four, number four on our list, one of those stands. You know it, Afghanistan. Uh-oh. Any country that is named after a blanket, and the people are named blankets, so uh, it's always been a debate. If you're from Afghanistan, are you an Afghan? Are you an Afghani? Or are you just a terrorist? But nonetheless, you know, it's a debate that will go on for centuries. Afghanistan. Average per capita GDP, $2,051. You can't buy a good pipe bomb for $2,051. Life expectancy. This is a little more realistic. 60 and that's if you found the good camel that week. Hey, cheap exports, poppies, of course, heroin from the poppies, many women named Poppy, and smelly terrorists. Because I saw a lone survivor, and I actually read the book, and Mark Wahlberg, he complained about those dudes quite a bit, even though they did save his life. They also have the game Bushkazi, which is the horseback game where you're riding on horseback and you try to drag a dead goat from one end to the other. If you've ever seen Rambo 3, it's on there. Also, oh, what's that? I said it sounds like Quidditch in Harry Potter. Pretty much, pretty much. the Whoever gets the dead goat pretty much wins it all. Also in Afghanistan, I read that mobile phones are status symbols, so it kind of makes me wonder where I, would, where I would sit with my flip phone here. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be a top warlord uh, there, Landon. I'd probably be the dead goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably would. Have a horn, one horn broken off while they're dragging your ass through, <laughs> through the. Oh, uh, you think they have town squares in Afghanistan? I'm kind of doubt it's probably more like a town oval, you know, where all the bombs went off. Well, those are some of our, our those are our favorites. Those are our ones, our go-to holes. So um, now we're going to get into a little more scientific measure, and we're going to get into the statistical holes of uh, this great, uh, this great planet we live on. Uh, these are all these all came from the CIA website, so you know they're true. It's a dossier, if you will, of crappy places no one wants to live, but yet they still fight off people every couple thousand years. So let's uh, do we need? To, I think we might need to start a drum roll, or no, even better than a drum roll, we're gonna let go. We're gonna let Jeff Goldblum. We're gonna let him bring this thing into bring this thing into focus. Jeff, take it away. That is one big pile of shit. Frankly, I couldn't agree with you more, Jeff. 
great movie. You said where was Jurassic, Jurassic Park was actually made in a kind of a first world country, wasn't it, Landon? I was thinking it might have been El Salvador. Well, I don't know. They they did hire some MS thirteen guys to hunt down that the Velociraptors, but you know, you know, you, you get what the labor force produces. Well, we're going to uh, yeah. These are the statistical the statistical holes that you don't want to go to. So without further ado, and probably number five, we're going to get into number five right now. Probably not many of you have heard of it. It's a really tiny country. It's over. It's owned by New Zealand, and actually, the Queen of England has a say so on uh yeah on the uh, diplomatic uh, relations that this country has with the rest of the world. Is it? I think is it Tokelau. I think that's how you pronounce it. Tokelau is a Polynesian word meaning north wind, or later to be well known as wet fart. A, a population of one thousand two hundred eighty-five Tokelauans. Tokelauans, yeah, we'll go with that. Tokelauans. Tokelauans. Pokemons. <laughs> is a paramilitary democratic dependency. Those are all three words you want to have when somebody's describing your type of government. Para- paramilitary, democratic, which is good, and dependency. And who is their president? Good old General Fono. Apparently, they elected a general who is not only a military leader, but an underground DJ for many back alley rap studios. But, so, yeah. A territory of New Zealand, per capita GDP, is a big, massive, one large. That's right. One grand. Coconuts. Copra. What is Copra, Landon? Dried coconut seeds. I knew it. I thought, I didn't know, I thought coconuts were mammals. I don't know. Breadfruit. That doesn't make any sense. Papayas. Bananas. Pigs, poultry, goats, fish, stamps. They export stamps. It's a country that makes stamps. Don't you have to have your own stamps in your own country? I don't get it. How do well, they pay for postage? Yeah, I know. What's a, what's a first class Tokelauan stamp run in, in America? I mean, well, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get an overnight delivery with a Tokelauan stamp. I have a hard enough time getting those Canadian quarters into the vending machine at the at, at freaking Hereford Grain. So yeah, stamps, more uh, more copra, handicrafts, three hundred total cell phone subscribers in this country. That's right. It's 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 just it's like Silicon Valley of the Southern Hemisphere. So Tokelau, yeah, put that on your bucket list. Coming in at number four, we're back to the great continent of Africa. It's Liberia. Name derives from the Latin word libor, meaning this can't. This has got to be a typo. Meaning free. Uh, well, because it says the nation was created as a homeland for liberated African American slaves, a population of four point six million, the home of the twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen Ebola crisis. In twenty seventeen, gold was a key driver of growth, and the GDP per capita nine hundred dollars. Exports: rubber, timber. Iron, blood diamonds, uh, diamonds, cocoa, and decaf coffee. Because apparently their mo- their country is so crappy they can't even afford the caffeine. Also, when you live when you live in Liberia, the average the average resident age is under eighteen. So once you get to about the point where you can decide for yourself, you pretty much just get out of there. Yeah, you're hauling ass after you. Uh, yeah, you're hauling ass after you get that citizenship card. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, number four, that's a, just a great rating to be in. Let's get it. Number three, the as well, as Landon would say, the Dominican Republic of the Congo. 
that it's actually the Democratic Republic of the Congo, but they'd probably be just as well off. Now, named for the Congo River, and we've later found out that Congo stands for Wins Many Long Races, but no, that was actually the Wikipedia version. Uh, actually, Congo comes from Congo, meaning hunters. Yeah, so the uh, population, 83 million. And uh, apparently that boom started right after the rumble in the jungle because apparently Muhammad Ali and George Foreman went on a white slaver as they uh, finished out their jungle uh, their jungle fight there, in, which was uh, previously known as Zaire. But uh, So I think they've got a lot of descendants there. But it says, despite a wealth of fertile soil, hydroelectric power potential, and mineral resources, basically this is what Iowa would look like if Iowa just shut down because they've got the best soil in the entire country. And uh, still, crap. So yeah, the Democratic Republic of the Congo struggles with many socioeconomic problems. You think? I'm turning the page. No improved water sources, no sanitation, and frequent and early fertility. I guess that's why everybody's under the age of 18. On the bright side, Brent, 1.8% of the roads are tarred. That's, well, you know, that's what I'm looking for in a country is to you really get a tarred up road. Be super smart to count cards, buddy, okay? Oh, really? It's not easy. Okay, well, maybe we should tell that to Rain Man, because he practically bankrupt a casino, and he was a retard. What? He was a retard. Retard. Wow. Also, less than 10% of the population has access to electricity. 450,000 refugees occupy the neighboring countries. But one great big positive, Dikembe Mutombo... The, the former all-star is from, is from there. No, no, no. Not today. <laughs> yeah, get over to Kimbe, man. He blocked those shots like you can't imagine. What's next on the list, Brent? Well, I turn up my microphone here. Burundi, coming in at number two. Name derived from the pre-colonial kingdom of Burundi. That sounds natural. Go back, dating all that all the way back to the 17th to the 19th century. Population 11 and a half million. Now, Landon, this is where you have those. I don't know if you remember back in the 90s, the Hutus and the Tutsis. Now, they had a pretty terrible war between between each other, and um, lots of people, lots of people died. It was really a terrible deal. But um, agriculture agriculture counts for about 40 percent of the GDP and employs more than 90 percent of the population. So, and most of, you know, primary exports are coffee and tea, which account for more than 60% of the foreign exchange earnings. How come none of these countries grow marijuana like, like we studied last week? Well, why do you think they're in the bottom five of the uh, greatest countries of all time? Maybe, maybe they're missing out. Maybe that's what they're missing out on. I guess so. Well, you know, like I said, you're not going to figure them all out. But, uh, yeah, so the GDP per capita, and that's a bit, that's a, one of the biggest um, statistics we're going by on this uh, this week's podcast for these countries. 800 bucks per person per year is income for each and every Burundian that lives there. And not, so, a, not a lazy spider in sight. No, no, no. That's a, yeah, Landon's calling back to those, uh, those, those old sloppy spiders. They need, maybe they need to pump in some LSD there to get them to really push hard. But yeah, so uh, Burundi, you didn't really give us much material there. It's pretty depressing, and we just really hope they get you know get their stuff together. But as we lead in, we get to our big winner. And for the whole of the year, the award goes to the Central African Republic. Pretty self-descriptive name. 
I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't really originate from anything other than Africa. But actually, if you're wondering, Africa is derived from the Roman designation of area corresponding to present-day Tunisia. Africa, Terra, which meant land of the Afri. Uh, yeah, the tribe resident in that area, the Afris, but which eventually came to be known as the entire continent. So, it, just a little side note here, uh, Burundi, or not Burundi, but uh, we're going to call it the C-A-R. Uh, they have a pretty interesting little uh, law for naturalization. You have to live there for 35 years until they'll give you citizenship. Pretty big commitment if you want to go, if you're really itching to go live in the Central African Republic. You have to live there for 35 years. And uh, they say America is a little racist and uh, hard to get into. Well, maybe you ought to get that travel agent to book you into the CAR for the next 35 years. And maybe, just maybe you'll get that citizenship token you've always wanted. Because I'm pretty sure they don't have paper there. But, you know, this is all, you know, what do we say? Okay, so yeah, the per capita per person is $639. That means these people are living on less than $2 a day. That's right, $2 a day. It's really it's really a sad state of affairs. But they have potential there, Brent, because they're sitting on significant resources such as oil, gold, diamonds, lumber, cobalt, cobalt hydropower. Co- cobalt's a game changer, Landon. That, that's really a game changer. I, I just I, is there is there any cobalt? You know, do you have do they, is there big cobalt like big tobacco or big pharma? I want to be I want to be the first guy that's going to be big cobalt. Big yeah, it, it's it's a real it's an industry I'm looking to get into. I th- you're going to see me on Shark Tank next week. Big, I'm gonna, it's just going to be big cobalt. I don't even know what the hell cobalt is. I think it's an element, but I think we'll find out. Maybe maybe that'll be on next week's episode. Oh no, no, next week's episode is going to be awesome. It's going to be something you didn't. I didn't even think was possible, but after reading the article for next week's podcast, um, yeah, I'm not going to be surprised anymore. Nothing can surprise me anymore. Well. Yeah, so uh, we, we bring all these countries in. We try to make it a little laugh, try lighthearted, and uh, try to get everybody to realize how great it is to live here. And, um, you know, but the final you know final few points, why do we do this? We're calling attention to the utter poverty of these countries caused by their corrupt governments. And the example that all, this is all corrupt government is what this is, and uh, ultimate power in just a few people's hands. Uh, you know, also, it's the insincerity of the so many neighboring countries that are, are quote-unquote willing to help. If they were really willing to help, these countries would have gotten out of poverty 300 years ago, even during the slave trade, uh, which was obviously terrible and just one of the worst, you know, slavery and genocide, obviously. I mean, what's worse than that? It's just terrible. But uh, so, you know, get down to, I've always, I've asked this question, are we ever going to stop hearing about the need of sending help to Africa? I mean, ever is Africa ever going to be self-sustaining? I'm not against sending them help, but is that continent ever going to not need it? Probably never, and that's sad. Yeah, it is. These are these are all examples of why America is so damn awesome, and why we should continue to help these poor people and not their corrupt governments. You know, yeah, it's. I always think, man, if I was president, God, I'd just go in there. You could take these corrupt. These e- I mean, these evil dictators that are ins- they're literally enslaving people right now as we speak in the 21st century. So, I mean, what can you say about that other than to call on everyone to just collapse these terrible governments? Granted, I mean, you know, 
I always say we had our revolution. Fortunately, it was long before we, any of us were born. It was in the 1700s. And I mean, it's 2000 freaking 18, and these people are still living in the 18th century, the 16th century, wherever you want to be. If you're in the Middle East, it's the 7th century. So, I mean, it's really, it's, it's kind of sad to end on this note, but um, it really has to be said. So, you know. You know, if Brent was in charge, General Fono would be Nomo. <laughs> oh, that's some straight fire right there, Landon. I like it. I, I, that might have to be a bumper. That might have to be our outro. Yeah. Get that uh, put onto a cheap T-shirt. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, that, yeah. Right next to my MS-13 tad I got on my two forearms. Hey, I think we're going to call that a day on this on this wild and woolly uh, adventure we've taken on today. Hopefully we brought some attention. Hopefully we made you laugh a little bit. But you really want to tune in next week because it's going to be completely stupid about what we're going to talk about. All I have to say is maybe a couple... No, I'm going to say three words. No, uh, maybe four words. Transgender, that's one word. Transgender dude breastfeeding. That, I mean... What other preview do you need than that? I may have to. Yeah, it's exciting. I, it's just so wonderful. I can't. It, it's unbelievable. Well, we, but, all, we all know how bad formula is. You know what? I get upset when my chest gets a little sweaty. And um, I can't imagine. Just wait till next week. It's going to be totally awesome. It's going to be off the wall. But like I said, uh that's going to close it out. Hey, like I said, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Trader Brent. You're not going to follow Landon because he's no Twitter, Landon. Oh, I'm getting on there. Yeah, yeah, right. But please get a, the Twitter handle, no Twitter, Landon, if you do. Because it's irony and awesomeness all in one. But uh, So, yeah, follow us there, and we're going to queue up that music for our outro, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get out of here and uh, just continue to keep those downloads coming. Well, we sure enjoy doing it. Uh, some of them are, you know, we're not going to have gold all the time, but, you know, sometimes it will by accident. But until next time, we're going to ask you that, that age-old question. What side of the line are you on? The Dry Life Farmer Podcast brought to you by <laughs> Hole Vacation. We'll put you in the finest hole we can find. The Dry Life Farmer Podcast, all rats reserved. 2018.